0: Welcome to the latest edition of The Journey podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Banks, and Cav Dadfar with me. Um, and today we've got, we are talking to uh, photographer Matt Parry. Hey, Matt, how are you doing?
1: Hi, guys. How are you?
0: Yeah, not bad, not bad. What's been up with you today? Anything interesting? Or are you just... Uh...
1: No, work. I've got a couple of deadlines fast approaching, so um, it's going to be a busy few days, and, you know, one of those things where they all kind of line up at once. So, yeah, I'm working on two that are both due just after the weekend. So, that's it's going to be a fun, long weekend.
0: <laughs> we'll try not to keep you too long then. Yeah, hi, Matt.
2: How are you doing?
1: Hi, Cal. Good to see you again.
0: Great. Well, I guess the um, we're all here and ready to go. So, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself, Matt, like, you know, about your photography career, how you got into it, you know, what got you started in photography, that sort of thing. Who are you? You know, what I know you've done a lot. So, yeah, I think people want to hear about it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I mean, I guess my photographic journey started through travel, basically. You know, it's one of those where uh, many years ago, I've always loved to travel. And essentially, you know, it was a way of, photography was a way of capturing the things I'd seen, the cultures, the people. And it was a way then of sharing that with, you know, the people back home, friends, family. And I guess then over the years, the two became more and more entwined. So, um, you know, the passion for travel has and always will be there. And then the love of photography came and, and kind of consumed part of that as well. So the two are so intrinsically linked now in terms of how where I travel always has a, of a slant of you know what photographic potential that place has as as much as anything else. So you know that that's kind of really the two are, are very much linked now.
0: So do you have a um, like is one is it one a favorite now like photography or travel still or is it really like you say just they all I know I know I see from your social stuff that you're out even on family holidays you're shooting stuff so there's obviously a crossover everywhere but (laughs) if you could give up one which would it be do you think like if you had to just interesting
1: question that because I think for me travel first and foremost you know if if I had to to give up one I would give up the camera and keep traveling (laughs) because I think the ability to travel is a privilege that you know we as, as photographers writers we're all so lucky to have you know and I think that to experience the different cultures with or without a camera obviously with for me kind of enhancing some of those experiences you know I'm more open to talking to people engaging with people when I've got a camera yeah. it may seem counterintuitive but it's not I think whether it's the confidence or an excuse to do that um, so I think the two are kind of so so linked but for me it's always been about the travel the, the ability to yeah, see yeah people cultures places and I think, you know, we are just very fortunate to to be able to do that.
0: I think I'm the same that uh if I had to, I mean, I love photography, but I think I'd give up uh photography and as against travel, like yeah, like you say, seeing it and actually getting out there and seeing the world is the most important, really. Like photography is sort of a means to it in a way, or it gets you out there more, doesn't it? It gets you to experience these things. What about no, yourself, exactly. Cap? Which it's, would you it.
2: choose? Oh, I think I think definitely give up the camera. I mean, it's, it's quite quite difficult to uh, get excited about photographing woking. You know, nothing against three, photog- <laughs> three <laughs> photographers. And we all want to give up the camera.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Promising. It doesn't bode well, does it? No, no. Um, Well, that's really interesting to hear. I think it's great. Obviously, again, obviously, the start of Journey as well. That's been one of the things, obviously, me and Cav, that shows our love of just travel as well, primarily above and all aspects of it. So um, I think that's interesting to hear as well, your take on it. And um, I know you've undertaken some pretty interesting projects. I know you went out to, uh, I remember when I first sort of came across you, um, you were out in Croatia, I think, doing something with... um, with WEX or someone like that, is that correct? And you've done a few other interesting things like that. I know it's something out in India maybe, I think I saw.
1: So tell us about those. Uh, So, I mean, different projects over the years, but they're perhaps you've mentioned two of my favorites. I think the, um, I've done quite a lot of work with WEX over the years from blog writing and workshops and things like that. But the two that stand out, I did two series of um, video content basically for them on travel photography. So it was me working with a videographer. First series, we we went to the Balkans, so Croatia, Montenegro, um, and and Bosnia, just really kind of trying to show as part of this piece, you know, how uh, you can travel for relatively cheap and still see a lot. So I think we did three countries, three cities in, you know, four or five days. And just from a photographic point of view, what is possible to achieve? And then in the next series, we took it to India. And again, three cities, Delhi, Agra, Varanasi, short space of time four or five six days and what can you achieve in that time and you know fantastic experiences doing that again being in front of the camera um you know kind of hosting the video side of things was a big step out of my comfort zone but you know it was a lot of fun uh, sony were involved so it was sponsored by sony that one um they're, they're kind of certainly some of the more interesting ones but most of what i do is commissions are in terms of writing more than anything and I know you guys do the same so it's it's writing for photographic magazines primarily about travel photography but more in, um you know increasingly about film photography as well um, that leads us on I mean, quite
0: nicely actually I yeah. wanted to uh, t- talk about your film obviously I know that you uh I know you shoot a lot of film and um obviously your day job coincides with that probably and did I understand something you did out in India with with your day job as well which you'll probably yeah. get into. I, I, that was what I was actually, I didn't realise you'd gone to the Wex, the India thing with Wex. So I didn't remember I was getting on the other parts. I think that was quite interesting as well, wasn't it? If I remember correctly.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I go to India whenever I can. I love, love India, but I think, um, you know, I do have a day job. So for, for me, I'm a freelance travel photographer, but you know, in, in some ways it's a blessing and a curse to have, have a kind of a day job. Um, you know it restricts some of the assignments that you can take but at the same time it gives that kind of steady income I guess more than anything yeah. your day I'm jobs making... with someone
0: quite interested though is interesting it is, isn't, exactly. it, towards, isn't
1: it <laughs> yeah I mean don't get wrong. I absolutely love the day job so I work for for Ilford um, so anyone that shoots film or has shot film over the years should be familiar with Ilford we make black and white film photographic papers uh, chemicals for, for the and so I'm, I'm the marketing manager there. So again, you know, it's fantastic role. And, you know, film is, is growing. And as you said, yes, I shoot film as well. I've got back into it probably over the last five years or so, um, having shot it the, the first time around, but not in any meaningful way. So, you know, back then it was just a kind of a, it was the only medium available. And I think yeah. nowadays, you know, we've got so much choice with digital cameras, with phones, with, you know, with all sorts of different, um, mediums for capturing images that I think people now are choosing to shoot film because you know whether it's the aesthetic whether it slows them down whether it's a more tangible process and for me it's it's kind of helped my photography in many ways and without kind of sounding cheesy it's a way of uh, spending less time behind the computer more time thinking about the images thinking about each frame a little bit more carefully because uh, you know you are limited in what you can shoot and I think yeah you know, it's just kind of kept photography interesting um you know and I'm don't get me wrong I still shoot digital I still love shooting digital as well but you know I'm increasingly bringing film into my workflow as well
0: it's really interesting what you said a few points I picked up on there was the uh the fact that you think it's actually improved your photography shooting film because I'm a big believer in that I started my career you know there was no such thing as digital so I was all film and I'm a big believer, sort of obviously a different way around to you maybe, but th- that really helped me because like you said, I didn't have the money, especially being young, I didn't even have the money to do it then. So I had to sort of think about every shot and you get it right. And obviously once want to transition over to digital then. for me, I still sort of work on as if it's a plane of film and, you know, using filters and this sort of thing and getting it right in camera as much as I can. So I think that's really interesting. But what I was, my first thought of it is I think, I think you're mad. Like for myself, I see film and I remember the days of having to carry little mini fridges around <laughs> struggling to get um you know film developed in a place like guatemala and I wouldn't touch it for the world now like I don't know what your views on it are Cav but I mean I, I get why you do Matt like don't get me wrong I'm not gonna put people off but for me it's like
2: what about you, Cav? Have you got any strong feelings or? Yeah, well, I think, I think like a lot of people, I, I, I studied photography at university and I had to go and like develop film in dark rooms and things like that. And I remember many a film that I managed to wipe completely clean because I forgot <laughs> about it. And was standing outside talking to someone. But, um, but no, I think, I think obviously film photography is, is, is great, but it's also crazy. And especially when I was at university, it was like, wow, this is expensive, <laughs> you know? And, um, but I think, um film photography is is fantastic because it does really make you think about the process a a, a lot more but what I was going to ask you Matt actually is um so have you got a dark room in your house then somewhere you got a room that Um, you kind of do this in
1: yeah well I'm, I'm lucky enough at work to have access to a dark room as well so you know I've been shooting film for as I say maybe five years or so um but I've also kind of only really started printing in the dark room earlier this year so I loved it and then I actually did Turn one of my downstairs, well, my downstairs bathroom, as it were, downstairs toilet into a dark room as well. So, you know that I think one of the things with film, it's commercially when I'm shooting commercially, you know, typically the digital camera will be what I shoot. This is just a way of almost supplementing that. Um, and as you know, when you kind of you're generating content for magazines for publications, it just kind of expands on that because I've got a portfolio of film photography from my travels to supplement that. Primarily black and white, but increasingly colour as well. And I think one of the things that, you know, when it comes to the image, it almost doesn't matter what it's shot on. And I understand completely what you guys are saying, but I think when you look at the work of someone like Steve McCurry, it, you almost don't know if it's film or digital. You almost don't recognise or care if it's film or digital. You know, it's the, the image itself. So a good image, composition, lighting, subject, story... All of that is the same whether it's shot on a phone a digital camera or you know shot on a bit of film so couldn't that, agree I mean, more yeah. with
0: that statement i think that's totally true yeah well it does it's about capturing the image and i even sort of say on some of our workshops and things like the um teaching people like sometimes you see some of these photos i mean not so much steve mccurry but some of these ones that were in the world press photos and they're even slightly out of focus really or very yeah. soft now but it doesn't really matter because the point is it got across its message to the world and to the point and you know it's still an intense moment like so i think yeah that's a really good point you
1: just said that. i think film does that a little bit as well you're a little bit more forgiving you know it's it's an imperfect medium you know yeah totally it's, is a perfect medium you know you expect pin sharp clean you know no noise and all the rest of it and with film you don't mind grain you don't mind the fact that it might be softer focus it might be uh you know just a little bit more imperfect all around and I think there's that element of it where you... Imperfection, imperfection, sort of. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I that think that's... Said, a... You know, it, it's still, a me I shoot both and I, I love both equally. You know, all the stuff I shot for Journey, that was all on on digital, you know, and, and that's still the first camera I reach for um, on assignment or if I'm, I'm travelling somewhere like India.
0: Yeah, I think what you were saying there about the uh, imperfections is really interesting because it, uh it is sort of what I find funny about Having gone from the film school when moving over to digital, I would actually prefer digital to be, um, have some of the film grain into it rather than just be another way of getting more light into the body of the camera, you know. So, I'm sort of, I guess, along the lines of sort of Leica do that, they sort of have gone down that sort of thing, haven't they? For those people who can afford to use Leicas, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but
1: yeah, I think that you know, people will stick older lenses now on digital cameras because it again, it just changes the, the sort of look that you can get. So, I think. It ultimately always comes down to choice. And I think if we all shot exactly the same and in the same way, images will get homogenized and just, you know, quite frankly, a bit boring. And I think the fact that people apply different workflows and styles and mediums to it, then it keeps it interesting. And ultimately, you know, it should always, as we said, come back to the subject, the framing, the composition, the light. You know, a good photo is a good photo, regardless of of what it's being shot on.
0: Very true. Right. So let's, uh, let's move on and um, let's talk about journey, I guess. I mean, what made you want to get involved with it? And, you know, the pitching process and you know, what, how did it come yeah. about? Like for those that don't know, obviously me and Cav do,
1: but. Yeah. I mean, from, from my side of things, it was you two, you know, I, I've met you guys. Well, we met probably first a, a few years ago, didn't we? i um, in person. I think Jordan knew yeah. a bit longer via social and, I think it's the energy the passion the determination that you brought to the project you know and I think not only that it was the concept of of the magazine so you know the whole thing that it's created by freelancers not necessarily for freelancers but you know it's that kind of freelancer self-published but it's you know that the whole kind of concept of it really high-end you know coffee table type publication but it was you guys bringing it all together and I think knowing you I was excited by the project I was excited by you know the vision that you had for it and I think for me I wanted to be you know even just a small part of that and kind of help bring it together with you guys as well so you know I was very excited to get involved Um, in terms of the kind of the pitching side of things you know it was during the first lockdown I lost my mum to pancreatic cancer and then not long after that I lost a friend and former colleague the year before I'd lost my uncle to that and so sorry during, to hear that no, thank you mate but I think during the, that kind of first lockdown it was just a kind of way to say right well what what can I do creatively you know we're not getting out shooting we can't travel so I wanted to do something um kind of for charity and I'm not a runner you know I'm not going to run a marathon or do anything like that so I wanted to create a zine and the idea behind that was then to sell them and, and make some money for for charity And so I created this scene and I pulled together some of my favorite images from one of my favorite cities, which is Varanasi. And then I wanted to add like a narrative to it, you know, turn that into something that was a bit more interesting than just images. And that kind of gave me the idea for, you know, when you guys started talking about Journey, that I wanted to kind of evolve what I'd done there and and kind of, you know, thankfully from, from a pitch point of view, you guys were interested, you liked the concept, you liked the images, you know, and, and, the, the rest is kind of history and an issue one for, for all to see. So, yeah, I think that And that we'll tell us it where it here. was,
0: Matt. I'm not sure you mentioned where it was in there. I might, I might have missed that, but um, you didn't tell yeah, us so what, what it, the
1: story was. was. Um, the Just story, a brief um, thing. It's, it's basically, um, it was from a, a trip I talked to Varanasi and it's bringing in all the different facets of this incredible ancient city. You know, it's rich in culture. It's rich in different elements of both Indian, but also specific to Varanasi in terms of life and death. So it was centered around kind of life and death on the Gats effectively. So, you know, it, it kind of, yeah. it's, it's almost like a journey through Varanasi, but the different facets of of the culture and the history of, of the place, but through imagery as well.
0: It's a really, really great piece. And obviously everyone can check that out in issue one, but um, what resonates with me about your piece especially is that you were the first one that we put together. So, um, you know it really felt like for me putting and i'm sure it's the same with cab and probably emma you know that and everyone that when we were putting it together it was like oh this is really happening now and yours happened to sort of be on the first page so yeah that was sort of the beginning of it your part as well so it's quite interesting from our side of things
2: (laughs) i don't know what you have the same opinion
0: of that cab or not or
2: yeah i think i think actually i think that it was (laughs) the the first spreads that we saw and uh yeah and yeah it was it was the sort of one that really made it all real you're absolutely right jordan i think from my side actually one of the things that was really really interesting and it's a question I have for you Matt is obviously you know you are predominantly a photographer but you also are a fantastic writer as well do you, do you find that writing comes to you naturally as a photographer or do you have to kind of almost work a little bit harder at it uh, than you would do with photography
1: it's it's an interesting question I think that the two and people that assume the two are, are kind of have a correlation They they don't you know you just because you're good at one doesn't make you good at the other. And I think, you know, all three of us on this call, we do writing. We do a lot of, you know, freelance writing for, for magazines, don't we? And I think, you know, a lot of what I've done today is largely geared towards the photographic side of things. So writing for photographic magazines about photography, about techniques and things like that. So what I really wanted to do with this was just flex, you know, and have a go at writing something geared towards travel you know, as we've all already discussed, it's it's a passion of ours as well. So, but it's a very, very different, it's a very different uh, beast to, to write. You know, if you look at the great travel writers that have, have um, been part of journey issue one and hopefully going forward, they are highly skilled in terms of what they do. So, you know, by no means would I ever presume to be anywhere near that sort of level, but it's just, it's it's fun to have a go. And as I say, kind of writing is something I do in the day job, and that's something I do in terms of uh, photographic publications. So, you know, I think if you read travel writing, you you know what makes it a, a good piece, you know, the flow of the content, the, the kind of the story, the ability to introduce characters or players in, in your piece with, you know, nice descriptive, short pieces of, of content and description. Uh, you know it that's the sort of thing and and understanding what makes a a good bit of travel writing you then try and apply that yourself but it's not easy and as I say a good photographer doesn't always make a good writer and vice versa
0: you did a fantastic job to be honest like for like baptism of fire I guess almost if that's the right term like yeah to pull that out trust me I I know Cav writes like pretty well as well I don't have that in me like mine's photos and you know ghost writing probably really like I'm, I'm all right talking about the technical side of things because like you say you don't need to bring the characters in you don't need to bring it to life you don't need to put the person there whereas yeah actually transporting a person into that is um into the place and the pit the story is yeah amazing so yeah you did i, I think you did a really good job you well, i know you did a really good job man. thank you
1: that's very kind of you. thank you
0: um, I guess just to finish up there, have you got any interesting plans, projects, anything, travel plans? I know obviously it's not easy, but anything interesting coming up? if It's just yeah. photography based, not travel, um, you know?
1: So there's a couple of things I'm working on at the moment. I've got a couple of different pieces um, for UK photographic magazines that I'm working on at the moment. Um, I've got a couple more potentially lined up for next month. Uh, I've got a camera club talk in a couple of weeks that's been in the diary for a while. Um, since you got f- another filming project with Wex, but, but in the UK. Um, and, you know, between that, I'm going to be going to Valencia for, for a short break um, at the end of this month as well, which I'm really looking forward to. So, again, just trying to gradually get back into getting trips in there, really. You know, it's, it's a yeah. different beast now. We we got away at the end of the, the summer, which is nice for um, just travelling around Portugal for a couple of weeks. So yeah, it's really just trying to get back into it now, and just, yeah,
0: you know, sort of get back into normal life, what our normal lives are anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I think things are different. It's you know, it's a very, it's not even just uh, the pandemic. You know, for for us guys based in the UK, Brexit has changed things quite dramatically yeah. as well. You know, when you when we arrived in Lisbon, for example, it took us probably about two hours to just clear through the customs side of things. By the time we came out the other end the carousel wasn't even you know staying off right number our bags were gone and it just it took that long so yeah it's a, it, it, it's a different world now and just something that you
0: know you took the words out of my right mouth it is a different world now isn't it so it's going to take a while to get back to normal but mate thank you so much for joining us today uh, that's been amazing any last thoughts Cav? any last questions before we wrap things up today
2: no, no, it's been absolutely, absolutely brilliant, and uh, yeah, it's it's great to. Uh, next time when we do this, we'll do a f- uh, actual video version, and you can actually be in your dark room, so you can actually show us <laughs> this amazing dark yeah, room yeah. that you built, which is like I'm in- insanely jealous about. But uh, no, no, it's been fantastic. Thanks very much for well, no, for, no, thanks very pleasure, much for you know. contributing to Journey, and thanks very much for yes. today as well.
1: Yeah, no so, thank you both. You know, again, you know, just from my side of things, it's been you know fantastic watching you guys work and putting all the effort into to bring out such an amazing publication and i look forward to the next one as well
0: i appreciate you saying that mate lastly before we uh, sign off uh, how can people find you instagram twitter i assume website
1: yeah um, so and see websites, more your work yeah matt for the website um and it's matt Parry on twitter and matt Parry photo on facebook and twitter sorry instagram's mattparryphotography and then mattparryphoto photo on facebook and twitter
0: Fantastic. Well, that's about it for today, guys. Thanks everyone for joining us. And until next time, take care.
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen